welcome back. Uh, I am really excited about today's show. Uh, we, we've really hit on something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. We're going to be talking about the power of you. And this one, I think, is such a big deal. I think it's something that people often uh, don't really understand. And I, I think that, you know, if, if you kind of get some of these ideas, there's a simple mindset shift that will really really amp up like your communication and your marketing. Cause like, yeah, we're talking about selling products, but it's more than just selling. Like it's really about communicating. So even if you're, you know, just trying to help one of your friends make better life decisions, like some of these things like that we're talking about here will help you to like, you know, get your point across more clearly and help them to understand what you're saying. So communication is key. And that's literally what we're focused on today. Yes, I think it's exciting. Um, the power of you, I think that you is really the most powerful, powerful word that you really have at your disposal. Using that you phrasing when you're communicating um, instead of that we phrasing, it really just does a, a good job of grabbing the attention of your audience, but also really transfers that ownership to the listener or the audience, right? Um, making it about yeah. them and making them really um, tune in. So I think it's going to be really cool and helpful to, to kind of switch from that, um, we phrasing to the you phrasing. Awesome. And just a reminder, uh, before we get too far in here, if you haven't, uh, subscribed, we're, we're not getting nearly enough, uh, feedback on our cookies. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's happening there, but subscribe to the show, send us a DM. We'll get you yeah. free cookies. It's, it's literally a thing. Yes, I'm, I think Scott's just really waiting to bake those cookies for you guys. So go ahead and subscribe. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to talk, we kind of already teased it, but we're going to talk about the, the power of you, of the word you, of using the word you in your marketing and your communication. Uh, and what we're really trying to do is invoke people's imagination. Anytime we're trying to help someone understand, we're trying to motivate someone, we're trying to connect them to an idea. Like we need them to get personally involved in what we're saying. And so like people miss this a lot because they get so focused on like, I need to sell my product. I need to convince this person. I like in, it becomes like your communication really becomes so self-focused that you're not involving the listener, you're not involving your audience or your community in what you're trying to say. And so we want to involve our community. We want them to imagine themselves with our product, with our service, and getting the benefit that that has to offer. So we've got a couple of examples. Uh, my first one is a hypothetical. And it's fun because we were talking about this before the show and Sydney and I immediately thought of the same example. So let's imagine we're selling an ice cream maker. We have this, you know, great new process, this new technology for this amazing ice cream. And what everybody like in the world wants to do is to tell a story about their product. Oh, this is the best ice cream maker. It's so fast. It's so easy. It's like the, you know, makes the smoothest ice cream. But none of those things really connect your listener, your audience, your customer to the emotion of the ice cream. 
And like when we talked about features and benefits, like in some of the other conversations we've had, you're not selling someone an ice cream maker. You're selling someone ice cream. You're selling someone the experience of having their own homemade, you know, gorgeous ice cream. And so like a really great example of a question that you can ask is if you had this ice cream maker, what flavor ice cream would you make? And that immediately gets the customer in a totally different headspace. Now, instead of thinking about like the actual product and like, am I going to like it? Is it going to be valuable? Like now they're thinking about like grandma's peach ice cream and like all of a sudden their mouth starts watering and they're having a physical and emotional reaction that is so much more powerful than you just listing off the things that you want them to know about your product. So Sydney, I'm talking a bunch already here today, but Sydney has an example for us of uh, some research done on this topic. So, you know, let's, let's hear some more actual science behind this. Yeah, so there was um, a study done by, um, he's a persuasion expert, Robert uh, Cialdini, back in 1982. And basically he was just studying. Um, I'm sorry, I just want to go on the record. I was not born at this point. Um, I think it's important to really interject that here. I don't know that that's true. Is it not? You I was born? not born in 1982. I There's still a little bit of space born. left. I definitely wasn't born. So not even thought of, but that's okay. Um, so, right. so basically um, it was really just a study of you phrasing and invoking imagination. So researchers went door to door testing um, people's attitudes towards cable. So this is of course back when cable was still a new thing. So in one script, the um, prospect was told, you know, what the new service would do um, using that traditional features and benefits approach that we've talked about before. But in the second script, what they did was they inserted the word you um, as the participants were kind of asked to imagine what it would be like to use the service. And um, yeah. the, an example, kind of like what you talked about with the ice cream, them asking if we signed you up for you know, our premium sports package, what's something you'd serve at your Super Bowl, Super Bowl watch party. Um, so it really puts that prospect in, in the headspace where they're like, oh, wow, yeah, I could host a Super Bowl watch party because, you know, I have this package, but also like, cool, like what foods am I going to serve? Kind of just get their minds going. So um, I thought that that was really cool. And, and what, what they found after this um, study was that the people that heard the you phrasing description of the service agreed to subscribe about 47% of the time, whereas the traditional um, group agreed only about 20% of the time. So I think that wow. that just goes to show that that one simple use of a small word using that you phrase really doubled the number of sales in that experiment. Yeah, that's tremendous. So, you know, if you're listening, you know, how would you like to double your sales by adding one word? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> I mean, almost, I mean, it's like two and a half, 40, 20% of 47. That's a big jump. Right. And I it's also it's interesting. Cool. Sorry, I cut you off there. That's okay. I just think it's really it's kind of what you were saying. Like, it's just interesting. It's cool to see that like something that small could really change and, and get that sale, close that deal. Right. Um. 
I also think it's interesting. I mean, I was joking about this earlier, but like, this is old research. This isn't a new idea, um, but it's something that we're not naturally good at. And so that's one of the things, like all of these topics that we're bringing up, like almost all of them, like they make sense once you kind of wrap your head around it, but it's not naturally the way you think about communicating with people. And so you've got to be really intentional. And I really recommend like, if these are ideas that you're trying to like start, you know, incorporating, trying to start thinking about, like, make yourself a note card, like make some kind of thing, like that has a couple of keyword reminders of what should I be thinking about as I'm writing to a customer, as I'm writing to a client. Um, because if you can just kind of trigger your brain in a couple of these areas, it'll really change what you're getting. So I have a couple of other examples. Uh, Stephanie and I were actually talking, uh, my wife, Stephanie, I don't know. I haven't introduced her officially on the podcast. So like (laughs) I am married, I have four kids. Um, but we were talking earlier, (laughs) I have a wife and some kids, 16 chickens. Um, (laughs) we'll do, we'll do an episode on each of the chickens later. Oh, Um, yeah. They don't actually all have names, so that can be tricky. They can help uh, us name them, maybe. Oh, that's good. Yeah, people can like write in suggestions. We'll introduce a chicken. That could be like a feature. We'll introduce a chicken, then yeah. people can like, you know, we'll give them some personality traits. People can name the chickens. I think it'll be great for subscriptions. Love it. So we were talking, she's uh, part of a school district and uh, like she's a teacher and they're struggling. The school district is struggling to get people on board for their bond package And like, I think there's a couple of things like, like there's just a couple of simple things that they're missing in terms of communicating that is causing them to lose so much mind share with their community. And so, you know, like I was telling her, the feedback that they're getting, like a lot of the negative feedback is people aren't, don't trust the school district. They don't trust them with the way that they're going to use the money. And they don't trust that, like, you know, they have used the money really well in the past and they don't see the value returning to them. And so the thing that the school district really has to do, like if they're going to get these bonds passed, is they're going to have to help the community to understand that they're getting a benefit, like that these tax dollars are actually returning benefit to the community. And the problem is, is like the language that they're using currently is very much focused on the school district and it's inviting people to be a part of what they're doing as opposed to the school district saying, hey, we are a part of the community. Like, you know, we're not inviting the community to come and help us. We're an integral part of the community and we have an impact all over the community. And so all of the dollars that flow into the school actually benefit the whole community. And, right. you know, I, I think they're great people. I, I know that that's what they would like to communicate, but certainly the language they're not using, the language they're using now isn't getting that across. They kind of, if we're looking at it in the lens that we are already speaking about, I think they kind of miss the whole point of like, you and that kind of evoking imagination so there's definitely some um some info i think that is useful that maybe stephanie could even bring back bring back and and have that discussion with yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get stephanie to apply for marketing director of the district and then 
I think that that's the best way to go. <laughs> so um, I have one other example, and this one is kind of fun. Uh, I, I did some work for a client. You're right over there? No. Sydney's dying slowly. Uh, I did some work for a client recently, and we're going to try to do a podcast and have uh, them on to kind of talk about this. Uh, they agreed to be on an uh, upcoming show. So we're going to start doing guest episodes. Oh, my God. So exciting. Um, but it was kind of fun because the feedback that they got. So I helped them on a, on a proposal. And then the feedback they got on their proposal was like all very much like complimentary of the work that, you know, we at Wido had done to help them on their project. And one of the specific things that the client said, so the, the end client, one of the things that they said was your proposal was the only one we got that actually talked about who we are and about what you're going to do for us. And I've seen this. And in fact, like this was one of the things like, you know, when I was helping, you know, kind of the, the middle client here, when I was helping them work through their proposal, I said, let's go find out what it is that these people are asking for. And then we're going to tell them that that's what you're going to provide. So, you know, they wanted, they wanted a bid for somebody to provide A, B, and C. And so then in the proposal, Mm -hmm. we literally used that language and said, you know, when you select us, we will provide A, and then we're going to provide B, and then we're going to provide C. And so we're using their language. That's language they already mm-hmm. selected. That's language they're comfortable with. That's what they said they wanted. Yeah. Like, it's just a freebie. Like, you've got to use that stuff. And when you're using that stuff, you're connecting with your customer, with your client mm-hmm. and what they want. And so, yeah. like... I, it doesn't seem like it's not as much about this one's example is not as much about imagination, but it's very much in the same line of communicating what they need to hear and what they want to hear. And that's what all this is about yeah. is we're trying to focus our communication on the listener and what they're receiving. Mm-hmm. And we're not just trying to communicate what we want to say. And if you sit down, you know, at your computer and you're like, okay, how can I describe my product? you're going to do a terrible job because you're going to start talking about why you're great. Why, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to start telling you, you know, Oh, we worked so hard and and we have this many years of experience and we're super passionate. Everybody says that nobody's website anywhere in the world. Nobody's website says, ah, we're kind of so, so like, you know, if we get the job, we'll do, you know, what we can. Nobody says that. Everybody says we're the best, we're the hardest working, we're the most passionate. And that doesn't mean anything. Right. Because it doesn't communicate outcomes. Mm-hmm. And and they don't care, like like what you said, they don't care what, what you can bring uh, unless it's connecting them, right? And it's, directly lines up what they're asking for. So I think like your example of looking to see exactly what they're asking for and basically restating it for them of what we would do is, is what is, is huge, right? That's what hit the, how, what is it? What is the phrase? Hit the ball out of the park, you know? Cause they see that like, <laughs> yeah, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. So, like, <laughs> so, so we like got really that, uncomfortable think, with the sports metaphor. 
I don't, maybe I don't know sports as much as I thought I did, but yeah, like I think that that is what really helped, right? Is that you basically just told them exactly what they needed to hear, but knowing that that's what you can provide. So I think that's awesome. Right. Right. Because a lot of those other things, like you can say we have 40 years of experience. Well, maybe you've been bad at it for 40 years. Like, right. It doesn't help me, but exactly. You know, oh, I can make That's peach ice cream. Idea. Peach ice cream is what I want. Um, now I'm excited. Right. Yeah. I, I, I mean, exactly. I think like get, getting them to envision it and see it for themselves is what um, is going to be the most beneficial at the end of the day. So very cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's probably what we have for today. I am, uh, yeah. I'm excited about some episodes we have coming up. So please, uh, you know, subscribe, uh, or share, you know, if, if this content's helpful, send it to somebody who you think might be able to benefit from it. Tell them, you would really enjoy this content, you know, just practice that communication. Yes. And, and honestly, it's really good practice. Like you doesn't have to be on your next, you know, work project. Like this is something you can use with your mm -hmm. children when you're communicating with them and thinking this way. And that'll help, you know, that'll help ingrain this into your process. So we hope you subscribe. Get, yeah. send us a dm we'll get you cookies yes and at this point scott said he'll even make you whichever kind you want if it's not chocolate chip and you want snickerdoodle he'll make it so we can do that yeah we can sure. do it just let us know mm -hmm. uh yeah like subscribe share it with anybody you think might enjoy or, or find it useful and we're excited to keep bringing more um useful content soon all right thanks so much sydney Thanks, Scott.